0: I've heard the phrase, history repeats itself a thousand times and a thousand times. The thought of repeating my past has haunted me. The thought of Adam and Eve in the Garden of Eden being deceived by the fallen angel again disturbs my peace. The thought of going through trials that have conquered me have replayed in my mind on repeat. Just like a disturbing sequel that tad teens with depression and anxiety, invading every thought and keeping me awake by invading my dreams. But now, I realize. That's not what the phrase means. History repeats itself as a phrase that contradicts what most believe, but if I gained a penny for each time the phrase was said, my pockets would fall past my feet. Historically, there was a king of kings born in a major in Bethlehem, sent by God himself to be a remedy to the abomination of human beings. Accordingly, historically, I was born in the country of Haiti, formed in God's image and he used me to spread the gospel through the use of poetry. But if I was born once, wouldn't I be born again based on the phrase that was mentioned above? See, history does repeat itself. Because I've been born again by the grace and mercy of God by falling at his feet and asking him to set me free. But there was a point when that became the two-faced me. Not 2 phases, just in between, juggling what we call the world in my eternity. I was focused on God but wanted to be like the world so bad that I lost that. Fell into being lukewarm that my temperature changed in every room I walked in. But God said, I'm going to need you to refocus again and leave that behind you like I left my tomb and I'm glad the old Andy has been made new. Now a new creation because God threw my sins in the forgetfulness seat and cleansed me with the blood that Christ had bleed on the day of his crucifixion for our selfish deeds. The same way that the earth was created on the third day before the wrecking of sin made it a brutal place. And if history repeats itself, then is it a new earth on the way? And if history repeats itself, then isn't our lives at stake? And if history repeats itself, then is it the coming of Christ soon to take place? In that same way, Christ came for the people of faith. Came to tell us that there's better days. Came to tell us that we are sons and daughters of a king and we could fight demons just by getting on our knees to pray. Came to tell us that the faith of a mustard seed can move mountains out of our way. Came to tell us that prioritizing him and making him our foundation will balance everything in place. So if History repeats itself then. The real question is, are you prepared for when Christ comes again? Are you prepared for when his kingdom comes down to reign over all men? Are you prepared to stand in front of his throne waiting to hear him say, let him in? Hey, Extraordinaries, welcome back to the podcast. That was a poem I wrote called History Repeats Itself. And now let's get into the poem breakdown. So the overall theme of the poem is obviously talking about um, repeating history, um, repeating your past um, mistakes, whatever your situation was. Just um, the overall theme of like what it's like to my thoughts on like how I feel like repeating history would be like Um, so what inspired me to write it? So, um, my youth pastor actually did a sermon series on redo. Um, don't really remember what the, listen, I know the sermon series was good. I just, my memory is, I have selective memory. So, you know, um, but I just, I just remember like, um, he was doing a sermon series on redo and all I could think about was like, well, like, like history repeats itself. Like, I feel like, that is what people, like, always want to redo, like, your past or your history. So I was like, yo, like, history repeats itself. Like, I feel like, like, that kind of birth, like, you know, history repeats itself. Like, just thinking, like, like, a lot of people want to redo their past. And a lot of people always think, like, you know, always say the phrase, like, history repeats itself. And I hear that all the time. So that's what birthed this poem. Like, that's what inspired me to write it. And now let's get into the po- breakdown of the parts, Breakdown of the parts. So... I've heard the phrase, history repeats itself a thousand times, and a thousand times the thought of repeating my past has haunted me. That's the first bar. And I'm pretty sure, like like I said before, we're all familiar with the phrase, history repeats itself. Like, you know, that's used a lot. And we hear it a lot in our history classes. Um when we're making, like, um, claims and arguments, like, history repeats itself, and I've heard the phrase so much that I was terrified that I would repeat my past, and my past is not all, like, sunshines and rainbows, you feel me, so, like, do I want to repeat my past? No, 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 I'm trying to stay away from that, so, you know, just the thought of that, like, haunted me, um, yeah, and in the next bar, I kind of give examples of, like, Other things that would be repeated if the phrase history repeats itself was so true that I wouldn't be okay with. And the next part goes, the thought of Adam and Eve in the Garden of Eden being deceived by the fallen angel again disturbs my peace. The thought of going through trials to have conquered me have replayed in my mind on repeat. Just like a disturbing sequel that tag teams with depression and anxiety. Um, Invading every thought and keeping me awake by invading my dreams. But now, da da da. So, like, yeah, just talking about, like, these are just examples of, like, things I wouldn't be okay with if history repeated itself. And, you know, I've fought, like, many battles that most definitely fought back. Life be throwing hands, you feel me? So, and, but, like, the worst battles, the worst, the worst battles are most definitely in the mind. And we could most definitely get into that another time. But I feel like the worst battles are in the mind because they are internal and it's, you versus you. It's nobody else. Like it's not physical, it's eternal. And it's literally you versus you. Like nobody could fight it for you. No one can help you fight it but yourself. Um and I've dealt with like insom insomnia, especially because like um I used to deal with sleep paralysis or so, like I was scared to sleep for real. Like I was like, Yeah, I'm going to stay up this time. Like, you know, sleep, you you got that. Like, I'm going to stay up this time. But God is faithful, and he has gracefully brought me out of those things, freed me from those things, delivered me from those things, hey, sanctified me. But no, like, seriously, like, um, just, like, the thought of that will, like, invade my dreams and keep me awake because I would constantly think of those things. And the next bar says... I realized that's not what the phrase means history repeats itself as a phrase that contradicts what most believe but if I Gain a penny for each time the phrase was said my pockets would fall past my feet in this bar I'm saying um, The phrase is not really what people Assume it to be because I got the revelation that Jesus is the real history that will come again He's the history that will be repeated Um, that's why I'm saying like it contradicts what most believe because Most people don't believe he's coming back. But can I tell you, every knee shall bow, every tongue shall confess that Jesus is Lord when he returns again. So, the truth. Um, And then the next part goes... Historically, there was a king of kings born in the major in Bethlehem sent by God himself to be a remedy to the abomination of human beings. This most definitely like speaks for itself like if you didn't know Jesus was born in the town of Bethlehem and he was the remedy to our disease of sin, so yeah, like you know sent by God himself to be an abomination to the to be the remedy to the abomination of human beings so yeah, so the cross if the cross, like, all we have to do is look at the cross, because the cross speaks it all, um, yeah, and then the next bar says, accordingly, historically, I was born in the country of Haiti, formed the God's image, and he used me to spread the gospel through the use of poetry, um, I included this as a segue, um, to my next plan about being reborn, um, and we'll get into that, and it's a little bit about me, because I was born in the country of Haiti, if you guys did not know, I am Haitian. So, yeah, and it's pretty obvious like how I spread the gospel through the use of poetry. um, if you don't know me by now, I mean what this is this is episode seven, so you know, I'm kinda hurt if you don't know me right because, you know I thought like you know we kinda like grew, so yeah, but, um, yeah, I love spreading the gospel through the use of poetry, rhyme, um, just anything creative and art, like that's me, like that's most definitely me, um, yeah, and then the next bar says. But if I was born once, wouldn't I be born again based on the phrase that was mentioned above? See, history does repeat itself because I've been born again by the grace and mercy of God by falling at his feet and asking him to set me free. So here I'm just justifying that history does repeat itself in the biblical sense, not the way that the world puts it. Because I was born into into sin first, right? Uh, We all were. Um, But... I became reborn in Christ and have been adopted into his family and kingdom. So I'm no longer necessarily of this world anymore, but now I'm a kingdom kid. Like I'm 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 the I'm the father's kid. Like I am a kingdom kid now. So yeah, and if you guys are asking, like, how do you become reborn? Well in John three Jesus is talking to Nicodemus and he says, um, He says, Jesus replied, very, very truly, I tell you, no one can see the kingdom of God unless they are born again. And then Nicodemus goes, how can someone be born again when they are old? So he takes it literally. Surely they cannot enter a second time into their mother's womb to be born. Jesus answered, very truly, I tell you. No one can enter the kingdom of God unless they are born of water and the Spirit. Flesh gives birth to the Spirit, but the Spirit gives birth to, birth to wait, sorry, but the Spirit gives birth to Spirit. You should not be surprised of my saying you must be born again. So that was verse um, three to seven, and um, John three. John chapter three. So being born again requires you to recognize what was done on the cross for you. And once you recognize um, only blood, once you recognize why blood was shed for you on the cross, You'll want to seek a relationship with Christ because you'll get a glimpse of how loving he is, how caring he is. And that's when you'll give full access to the Holy Spirit to work in your life. And I'm telling you, baptism is such a beautiful, supernatural thing. And I'm not saying, like, if you're not baptized, you're not a true Christian. Or I'm not saying, like, um, you're not actually saved if you're not baptized. But I'm saying, why wouldn't you want to publicly show the private work that Christ has been doing in you. Um, So I strongly encourage baptism, like, after you have given your life to Christ. And personally with me, like, after I gave my life to Christ and I got baptized, man, like, reading the Bible was just like, it was like, I don't know if you guys ever watched that, that Kevin Hart movie, like, Night School, when, like, you know, like, all, like, the math letters were just, like, floating, Off the board and stuff. I just feel like, man, like I was reading the Bible and it was just like, it was just like, bro, it was like, taste and see. Like, you have to taste and see for yourself. Like, I could try to explain it, but I can't. But it's just so good. Like, it's like you eat different. You feel me? It's like, man, like, like you, you know, that face, like when you, when a song is like, yeah, like you read the Bible and it's like, oh, like it's so good. It's so okay, but yeah. Um, so the next verse says, "But there was a point when that became the two-faced me, not two phases, just in between, juggling with what we call the world and my eternity. I was focused on God, but wanted to be like the world so bad that I lost that." into being lukewarm that my temperature changed in every room i walked in so after i gave my life to christ i struggled with being lukewarm and trying to serve two masters um i would continue to wear a mask at school because i didn't want to be like the jesus freak or nothing like that and i would wear a mask at church because i didn't want to be the bad christian so that's where like the two-faced mm, me part is but you come to a point where you fully live for christ and glorify him in everything you do like literally in everything you do the shows that you watch like the shows that you watch have to match the lifestyle you're trying to live with christ so like one of the things like um a lot of people a lot of like good leaders in my life say is that your eyes and your ears are windows to your soul so what you watch what you listen to is so vital like i know a popular show a popular show right now is like euphoria that show is so dangerous and so just destructive to the soul and the spirit because a lot of people are struggling with the spirit of pornography like a lot of people are struggling with that and if you're watching shows that like reveal so much nudity it is not helpful to that temptation at all. In fact it's fueling it. It's gonna drive you to that temptation. So... Um, the shows you watch, the music you listen to, because music is food to the soul. Like, I can't lie. Like, music is food to the soul, but what food are you feeding your soul? You feel me? So be careful with what you watch, what you listen to. That's why, like, I strongly, like, I have playlists. I have music playlists. You feel me? Like, if you guys are struggling with music, like, let me know. It's Andy Rice on all platforms. You feel me? Like, DM me whatever email like whatever it is like I just want you guys to be very careful about the shows that you watch and the music you listen to because it skips like it literally skips the eyes it skips the ears and it goes straight to the soul. so yeah and that's why being a Christian requires you to discern choices like this every day it is a daily thing a daily thing but yeah and then the next part goes but God said, "I'm going to. I'm going to need you to refocus again and leave that behind you, like I left my tomb. And I'm glad the old Andy has been made new. So I kind of uh, explained it in the last bar. So like you know, you get it. And then the next bar goes, now a new creation because God threw my sins in the forgetfulness seat and cleansed me with the blood that Christ had bleed on the day of his crucifixion for our selfish deeds. So if we look at Micah, um, seven, uh." verses 18 and 19 um so it's it talks about like um how god he doesn't he doesn't he, he remembers our sins no more and he throws them in the sea and forgets them so it reads 18 verse 18 who is a god like you who pardons sin and forgives the transgression of the remnant of his inheritance you do not stay angry for forever but the light to show mercy you will again have compassion on us you will trend you will tread our sins underfoot and hurt all and hurl our all our iniquities into the depths of the sea so it's like god is like saying like what is this that's gone because i sent my son to die on the cross for that that's gone that's no more I will not remember that no more. But that's if you receive. You feel me? You got to receive Jesus. And then he's like, okay, I remember that no more. You feel me? You're a new creation. Now he's doing a new thing in you. So, that's so, like, man, I was, that revelation is so beautiful. He remembers them no more. So, why are you, why are you remembering? Why are you trying to, like, why are you constantly dwelling on the thought And, like, things that Christ remembers no more. (sighs) God is good, man. And then the the next part says, The same way that the earth is created on the third day before the reckoning of sin made it a brutal place. And if history repeats itself, then is it a new earth on the way? And a new earth is on the way. Revelation 21, verse 1 says, Then I saw a new heaven and a new earth for the first heaven and the first earth had passed away and there was no longer any sea. So John, um, I believe John wrote Revelation. Correct me if I'm wrong. But, yeah, like, he's talking about a new earth and a new heaven that's going to come. So, if history does repeat itself, then, won't there be a new earth? So, yeah. And then the next part goes, and if history repeats itself, then, Isn't our lives at stake? And if history repeats itself, then isn't the coming of Christ soon to take place? So I'm just asking these questions to the people that believe history repeats itself. I'm asking you these questions. Well, isn't our lives at stake? Well, then isn't the coming of Christ soon to take place again? And in the next section, in that same way, Christ came for the people of faith, came to tell us that there's better days. Kansas says that we are sons and daughters of a king, and we can fight demons just by getting on our knees to pray. And that's facts. Kansas says that the faith of a mustard seed can move mountains out of our way. That's Bible. Kansas says that prioritizing him and making him our foundation will balance everything in place. That's Bible. And I just want to share two verses. Matthew 17, 20. And it says, He replied, Because you have so little faith, truly I tell you, if you have faith as small as a mustard seed... You can say to this mountain, move from here to there, and it will move. Nothing will be impossible for you. So that part, the faith of a moustache can move mountains out of our That's Bible. And then another another verse in Matthew, uh, Matthew six thirty three, it says, But seek first his kingdom and his righteousness, and all these things will be given to you as well. Man, I can testify. Like, And it's not even like, the it's not even necessarily the things that god can give you but who he is man like just having him is enough like you hear me like anything else is like a bonus a promotion a plus like just having him but literally like when you seek god when you put him first, when you prioritizing him, when you seek his righteousness, when you say, God, I won't step until you step first, like, God, I am following your path for me, God, I know my steps are ordered, if you could just guide and direct me, God, like, I want to seek you first, I want to put you first, i I've but I've tried to put people first, I've tried to put materials first, I try to put my job first, I try to even put my feelings first, but none of that works. Literally put in God first and watch how everything starts to orchestrate, how everything starts to just work in favor for you, how everything just works out for your good. Seek Him first. In the last section, so if history repeats itself, then the real question is are you prepared for when Christ comes again? Are you prepared for when His kingdom comes down to reign over all men? Are you prepared to stand in front of his throne waiting to hear him say, let him end? So it's not about what will happen again, but who will come again. And that is the overall message of this poem. It's not about what will happen again, but who will come again if history repeats itself. And I leave these questions for you. Are you prepared for when Christ comes again? Are you prepared for when his kingdom comes down to reign over all men? Are you prepared to stand in front of his throne, waiting to hear him say, let him in? I hope you guys enjoyed this poem breakdown of History Repeats Itself. Thank you guys for tuning in. I appreciate all the love and the support. God bless.